Hey everyone, just a quick note before we start today's episode. First of all, sorry, the episode is a bit late. Um, I had some technical difficulties that I didn't even realize until I got to work this morning and I started to um, edit it and then realized that the audio at one part uh, was just impossible to hear. Um, during the interview, you will notice that Bravo, Bravo, Ducking, Bravo, and I are talking about the clip that was leaked of Monica and her mom arguing, and then I go to play the clip, and then you're not going to hear anything. So I just edited that part out because I thought the mic was picking up the audio from my phone, but it wasn't. Um, so, you know, you'll just go from me saying I'm going to play the clip to us talking about the clip. Um, so my apologies for that. If you haven't seen the clip and you want to see, you know, the exact context of what we're talking about, just go to my Instagram at Bravo and Botox and I have it saved on my highlights. You'll see the Monica SLC Instagram story highlight, or you could just do a quick Google. It's, you know, all over social media right now. And that's what we're talking about. So my apologies for that. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Bye. Welcome to the Bravo Papers, a safe space for all us Bravo fans who love to analyze, deconstruct, and talk about our favorite Bravo shows ad nauseum. So join me, Bravo and Botox, and we'll catch up on all the Bravo news and read way too much into our favorite shows and Bravo liberties. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Papers, Bravo Breaking News. I have a very special guest today. Very special. You would know her as Bravo Bravo Ducking Bravo on Instagram. Um, and she has started a new podcast called High and Low Podcast, where she does recaps, deep dives, and rants. And she's here with us today. So let us welcome her. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. As soon as I saw that you were doing a podcast, I was like, oh, I have to have her on because you're one of my favorite accounts. Oh, likewise. And I know so many people follow you and love, you know, the kind of deep dives and stuff that you do on your stories. So tell us a little bit about your podcast to start. So honestly, it's a way of talking about the random things I get obsessed with much faster because there are so many things I don't even bring up because I'm like, I can't turn this into, a, you know, splice it together and put it on my stories. And and then Instagram has started to eat my my highlights. So I finally reached like the level of the video game where you're at the end and there be dragons beyond it. So every time I add something to my highlights now, it's deleting my highlights. And I didn't even know that was happening. Oh, like you reached I, the max? I've reached the max. Oh, damn. I didn't know there was a max. I didn't know there was a max. And so I went on and my highlights are just, they're disappearing. And my highlights are where I was keeping my dives. So at that point, I was like, this is ridiculous. Why am I putting this all up and trusting Instagram to handle this for me. And they've deleted stuff randomly before. So anyway, that's the real you know, onus of the of the podcast is to be able to get on there and have something and, and not have anybody randomly delete it. Yeah. And it's, it's also a good way to just be able to kind of 
I don't, I don't want this to have a negative connotation for us who do this, but to spew, <laughs> you can kind of spew <laughs> your thoughts out a lot easier, you know, when you have a podcast and it's easier to kind of discuss like all the intricacies of everything. Cause like, it's true. Know, yeah. Cause typing it all out can be yeah onerous for sure. Yeah. And there are definitely times when I do asterisk, like asterisk, I'm not saying this is okay, but what I am saying <laughs> is it was entertaining and it's easier right. to just discuss that on a podcast. Right. Totally. Um, and when, so have you released your first episode? I have. I've released two so far. First okay. one was about BravoCon and second one was going over the reboot of Roni. Mm, nice. Okay. I am subscribed to your podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I haven't had a chance to listen because I am on that holidays where my kid is all over me. Say no more. I know, I know you have kids, right? So I'm like, oh, she's like all over me. I'm like playing hide and seek, monster in the dark. Oh, like, yes. Just, you know, so even right now, I'm like, can you just let mommy go record this, please? You know, she's back to school on Monday. So I'm, you know, my commute to work will give me some time to catch up on my many podcasts that I have to catch up on. All right. Yeah, well, thank you sure. so much for joining us. You know, I do this weekly news and usually I go over like a bunch of Bravo news from different shows and whatever's happening, but there is so much happening with Salt Lake City right now. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. So I I spent some time yesterday compiling a list <sighs> of you. everything. And I mean, it's like two pages, single spaced. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So yeah, let's just get right into it. What we need mm -hmm. is a timeline. That's what's bothering me. And I have to let it go because I don't want to get obsessed about this. Yeah. But that's what I want. I want a timeline. Of... I want a timeline too. Yeah. I A timeline would be good because I, I think I kind of have the timeline like in my mind a little mm -hmm. bit. Like I sort of know. But even the finale, they were like jumping around back and mm -hmm. forth. And it's just been... So, okay, I decided to start with the live that Monica did after the finale with Dana. Dana, right? Yep. Did you watch it? I saw clips of it. I mean, I don't, I try not to follow the Housewives because I don't think I would get anything done. Um, right. But I see the clips of things when people are like, oh, here's what she said. And here's a clip of this and that and her reacting to people writing stuff. So I saw some yeah. of it. So basically, the only thing that I took from it that I thought was like really significant for us to talk about is that Dana said that a lot of basically physical things were happening the night of the black eye mm. and that they all assumed that Jen did it. Like, were you oh, surprised yeah. by that revelation? No, I wasn't because Jen was a very physical person, if you remember. She yeah. would like grab people and shake. Yep. She was small, but she was out of pocket. <laughs> you know, always. And so, and she was always like that with Heather. So to me, I thought they were roughhousing or they got, you know, there's the whole like scissor kick joke that was made or whatever, but it's just like, I thought that they were definitely, you know, roughhousing or play fighting or actual slapping around and it got out of hand. Well, and that's so, what I think. I think they were play yeah. fighting and then it escalated. Someone got pissed off, Jen, and mm -hmm. she clocked her. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, see I see that happening. Yeah, it could have just been an accident fully. But if it really was just an accident, you know, why cover it up? That's why I kind of feel like maybe there was some malicious intent, maybe. I don't know. And none of it makes sense to me because like Heather teased this out for so long. And then she's like, I'm going to tell you in my book. Make sure you buy my book. Yeah, that was really annoying. You'll know. I guess and so it I'm worked because like, she's so on the what? bestseller list. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm like, I don't know if I can trust anything that you're saying. 
which the bestseller list means nothing. Let's just throw that over our shoulder. Right, that I've up, heard that. Throw that. People just buy their way onto that. So then how come Lala couldn't get on it? That's something I still wonder about. I'm like, could Lala uh, then I guess just her, do the right Her buying? publishing house didn't, didn't buy a bunch or something. There's a way to do it. I talked to somebody who worked in publishing a while back when I was asking these questions. And they were like, oh, there's a way to, you know, get yourself on there. Okay. So the other thing was that there was footage... So I'm like, in terms of the order, we're just like saying, fuck it now. Um, <laughs> there's, because now I'm just, that was the only thing I had that I felt like. Freestyle. Like, good way to start. So there's footage of Monica going to drive by. So if people haven't seen this, basically, it's like Monica in a car filming her. It's like an orange shirt on her head. And she's got like an orange shirt or shawl or whatever over her head. And she's like, I'm in disguise and I'm going to drive by. And isn't Koa in the car and with her? Yeah, who's talking to her? I think yeah. so. You you don't see them though, right? You see her, but you don't see him. Yeah, right. And here's the thing. I w I'm just confused about what was her purpose. Like, what was she hoping to achieve? Maybe just to see something and then leak it on reality, Vontees. See that this is the stuff that I mean. I said on my on my pod on the last one that like when those accounts all popped up. Do you remember when that happened? When all the yes. reality stuff? Okay. I was like, okay, interesting. There's this video, but then it got to me like little kids throwing poop on somebody's doorstep and running away giggling. <laughs> I got that vibe from it. And I was like, what is going on over here? I don't know. I don't like mm -hmm. this. I can't trust it. And so I just sort of walked away from it after the videos, but that's the same energy. And I'm like, I don't know why you would do a drive-by, like a giggle drive-by. I think I think based on what we've learned like the last couple days, especially yesterday, in terms of like just the, you know, the audio of Monica saying she wants to drive by her house, she wants to send Mary a DM. Like I just, it's giving obsessed a little bit. It is. It's a bad look. Now I'll say Very. in the grand scheme of things, today's real housewives are a little bit different, right? Like they rent houses in cities they don't live in. Mm -hmm. They do a whole PR campaign to get on the show. So the bar is already so low for that, that there's, it takes a lot to make it seem like somebody's trying too hard to get on the show. But the drive-bys and all that kind of stuff, I don't know. At the same time, I'd love to hear her talk unabashedly about this because, mm. you know, if she was in Jen Shaw's inner, inner circle, seeing right. a lot of crazy stuff take place, then maybe she was just itching to tell the castmates desperate to get that word out but the drive-by the drive-by doesn't sit right you know yeah. it feels like yeah it feels like middle school it does it's very middle school and I also feel like I I feel like if she wanted to do all this stuff to get on the show and I totally agree with you the newer housewives are a different breed I guess but mm -hmm. I do think that we don't know about a lot of what they do and I think yeah. like this is sort of like the curtain has been opened, kind of like the Wizard of Oz. I think there's probably a few out there who've done stuff similar to this or at least on the same. Oh, path. oh, for sure. But to see yeah, how the thirsty sausage is made is. Yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't think we need to see it. And I think the biggest mistake Monica has made is her use of social media since the finale aired. Mm -hmm. She has gone rogue and i mean she was already kind of rogue but i just think she should have kept quiet like posting what did you think about the whole photo shoot so for those of you listening who don't know 
Monica posted this photo shoot of herself, like reality Von Tease has been yeah. revealed and she's like burning it. And it's like this like sexy photo shoot and whatever. So what I mean, think? logistically, I always have questions logistically, right? Because it's like <laughs> to get something printed that's like three feet by two feet, you don't just snap your fingers and do that. So was that already a photo shoot that had already happened? Did, oh, or did she have it ready? So yeah, it um, she has time after filming ends, right? Before we mm -hmm. see it. Yeah. So she she must have already done that and then had all of this ready, mm -hmm. you know, to launch, which is I think it's a good response, to be honest with you. Because what are you gonna do? Just not do anything? You might as well have some fun with it. You might as well tap yeah. us. I, I'm in one sense I'm happy she owned it, but mm -hmm. in another sense, it kind of is just one drop in the larger bucket of her doing so much on social media. Oh, she's she there's no word. Whatever's extra, yeah. extra, extra. Like what's beyond that? I don't know. But it is garnering her, you know, affection of the people who do love some mess. And Salt Lake yeah. City without Jen Shaw, what would we have seen? I don't know. So she she at least brought that entertainment value. I mean, I'm of the mind that like even without this, I still like this really was just the last episode, if you think about it. Besides oh, you know, so I really thought it, I mean, the season was still amazing. However, mm -hmm. like the ending is obviously like an explosion. But I did think that all the other women, you know, people being like, oh, Monica saved the season. Like she brought it for sure. She was a great first season housewife. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I her on the show. Everyone carried their weight and did a great job. Yeah, I just enjoyed her and I enjoyed her mother. And then seeing I the video. see, that was what more jaded me, seeing the video of her and her mother talking Stay. about how she needed to be on camera and she needed to bring it uh, so yeah. that yeah okay so speaking of that <laughs> we might as well go right to that it was later in my list but oh sorry no i i i i enjoy the natural segue the natural segue is good so i think i have it saved in okay so basically you know Monica and her mom, this video got released, which I believe it was Tanisha, the hairdresser that released it or the stylist. There's, you know, no loyalty among thieves is the, is the vibe right now because oh, they are 100%. really just releasing everything. And I have friends that I, you know, send voice notes with and sometimes they keep them and sometimes I keep theirs. And I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I, I just, it just seems they're, they're cheapening all of it for me right now by by doing what they're doing. And I guess Tanisha told someone that she would sell her stuff that she had. Uh, oh, God. You know, and I'm just, I can't. Okay, so I'm going to play the video and then we can talk about, we can okay. talk about it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> those two. Yeah, Man. those two. So I, I feel the same way as what you said. Like hearing that has, it's sh shaken me a little. Tell yeah. me your thoughts. I mean, they put the fun and dysfunction, don't they? Like, they really I, do. I, I, there's something really interesting about that relationship. But then to to see them sort of plotting together off camera. And she said, by the way, I thought that she released that. But then she came out and said, a friend of mine had that that I shared it with who shouldn't. And I, I assume it's, it's Tanisha at this point. I don't know. I have heard that it was confirmed that it was Tanisha, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So... Again, this is a lot. We're dealing with a lot right now. So what I can make of it is that, so this was obviously after the Easter brunch and 
uh, clearly Monica's mom is not happy with the way that like it's giving stage mom a little. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like why are you're not going to get as much camera time? Like maybe her Mm -hmm. mom is like being a stage mom, but doesn't really understand how the show works. I think so. And I think that they they have their issues for sure, regardless of whether they're on the show or not. And I think it seems like her mom is really happy about the level of attention they're getting and Mm -hmm. wants more of it. But I also think that her mom in the video, see, like to me, it seems like her mom wants her to get the attention of the show, but wants, you know, wants to be on it as well, but to to be only if she can be portrayed positively. So she's mad that they got into that fight on camera. Yes. And I think she's also like, if you're not getting along with the girls, you're going to get outed, which, I mean, her mom is wrong about that because her fighting with the girls will get her more screen time, if anything. Mm -hmm. But again, she might just not know how Housewives works. (laughs) Yeah, it just shows how much thought they're putting into it. And I I assume that this is representative of many people on their first season or any season, really, of fighting for their life for camera time. But it's just interesting to hear it. I mean, imagine desperation. Yeah, like imagine we had footage of David and Shannon Bedore off camera their first season. Right. Imagine we had videos of that. We don't. But it's just Aviva or Aviva talking to her husband about I'm going to I'm going to throw my leg. Oh, totally, you know? totally. Oh, that I think that's the like? problem is like the veil's been lifted. And I think it's not all Monica's fault because some of it is being leaked by others. Yeah. But she's also instigating it, which is, you know what I mean? I think if she just completely shut her mouth after the finale, less would have been leaked. Mm-hmm. I could like, I really do. So Monica- I, I know, I don't know. Because right. what it feels like at this point is it feels like Monica got credit for that account, but it wasn't just her. So she made it seem like it was just her and so did Heather. So at the finale, she's like, that's true, but not all the way true. But then she put out the picture of her, you know, holding the two saying like, I was behind it. And I think if I had to guess that Tanisha was like, I'm getting my credit. Yeah. Like I was part of that account too. Here's all the stuff I know. Although Monica does say on the finale that it's not just her. Oh, exactly. She did. But I still think even having, you know, had her say that she was getting all this credit. And it's it's just wild to me that Tanisha was Heather's hairdresser. It's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. So Monica did respond um to this video being leaked and basically said there has now been a leaked private video filmed in my home between my mother and I I sent it to my best friend in confidence we talk several times a day you know she goes on about how they were such close friends she's already doing interviews and has been contacting people in my life for months to destroy me I mean I I would like to know why she wants to destroy her but This is a full-blown takedown by one of my once closest friends that my gals and I considered family. Brace for impact because she has a three-year friendship of information she has just been waiting to put out there. I fully, I full-heartedly believe in karma. You're all watching me live mine and I'll deal with it. I'll face it. I deserve it. If you don't see what's happening here, I don't know what else to say. But screenshots released by my best friend, videos, everything happening to me, exactly like what was done on Reality Von Tees. Mm. I do want to apologize to my mother. I shared this video with my best friend. It was not meant to get out. I did not leak this. 
Mm. So that was her story. So what's weird to me about it is her, like, uh, something is off with that post. (laughs) And I'll tell you what's off to me is that I deserved it. This is my karma. You're watching me. Is that, like, is she... I almost, I get very con artist vibes from Monica, which I'm sure a lot of people do. And Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's I, I, when my, yeah. when my spidey senses start to, to tingle with certain things. Mine yeah. are too. And I really feel like she is going down the road of like, yeah, you know, I did do the wrong thing. I deserve this. You're watching my karma. Like, you know, if I stand in everything and I own everything, then people will be on my side. Like, I think it's kind of a a con in a way. I don't know what else to say, but I think she's trying to manipulate people. Oh, for sure. I think all of them are pretty much at all times. And so yeah. that's the filter. We have to like, you know, put everything through as we get it. We're like, hold on, hold on now. What's your motivation for this? Well, but, I felt that way when she put her mugshot out too. I felt it was a manipulation. See, now I thought from the jump, because when I first saw her on camera, she's like, here's all my dirty laundry. And she put it all out about the affair. And she was so open about her divorce and the amounts she was getting. She was just like, here's here's everything I got. And I thought that was so refreshing. And so when she put the mugshot out, I thought, okay, well, this is just more of the same. She's like, you're not going to get the jump on me. Here's my life. Here's my dirt. So I don't know. It's Well, it's yeah, that was my that. that was my initial gut instinct and everybody like on Twitter is like queen, you know, like she's the best. Look, she's putting her mug shot out and she looks so hot. And like, listen, I'm a Monica fan, (laughs) but I still can smell something. Like I was like, it's weird that she put the mug shot out that the mug shot was really what tipped me off. Like I was like, this girl is not putting this out there because she just loves being so honest and transparent. She's putting it out there so she can control the narrative of her. Yeah. And honestly, the three things that are bothering me. Yep. How are you talking about the con arse vibe? (laughs) Why would you lie about never having been in Meredith's store before? You don't even have to say that sentence. You just say it's so cute in here. You don't have to say I've never been in here before. Oh, she lies like it's nothing. And that that concerns me. And then why do you have three aliases at Heather's storefront, whatever? Yep. And why do you owe her money? Mm-hmm. That's just so sketchy to me. And why even do that? Of, she's got a lot of lawsuits against her. See that that right there, and that's why I haven't looked yet because I'm like, if I look, I know it's going to be, <laughs> I know it's going to be insane, and I'm not going to be able to stop. But oh, that stop! You will find stop. <laughs> <laughs> that concerns me because that it's a, it's it's fine if you're messy when it comes to Jen Shaw and you were trying to expose her, but are you just chaos personified? Are you, are you just running around town with aliases and taking recordings of anybody? Like, I don't, I don't know what we're dealing with here yet. Yep, totally. So that was okay. So let's also talk about, I mean, there is so much, but Linda, who we know loves to tweet, Linda is Monica's mom, if you didn't know, she, okay, so she quote retweeted, if people know what that means. Um, so she retweeted a post from someone on Twitter who asked, is Heather still her client as in Tanisha's client? Yeah. That's the real question. That is. If she is, then Heather knew from the beginning it was a setup. And Linda retweets and says, yep, with a 100 emoji emoji. Oh. And then Linda tweeted, 
Tanisha was a double agent, two-faced friend. I never trusted her. She could never look me in the eye. Don't trust anyone who doesn't look you in the eye. That's the mob stuff, but I agree with it. Yeah, I do too. And then, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a big Sopranos fan, so maybe it's that. Yeah, but <laughs> so then, then there was, so that kind of clarifies that she's still working for Heather, which from everything I found, it seems that she is. Mm, what? Okay. Yeah. So it's, there's even like, there's posts from them as recent as like a couple weeks ago of Tanisha, like liking her posts and hearting it. And okay. So then we know what happened. So Heather talking about on yeah. the show saying that the person, her hairdresser had a change of heart. She just switched teams. And yeah. now Heather thinks Tanisha's probably working with Heather. They're giggling now, you know, kicking their feet, releasing stuff about Monica. Uh, but why is Heather so stupid? I don't because know why is she trusting like I, I I get it she's like oh this woman's on my side now she has all this information but yeah seriously you're gonna trust this person now after all of this you're gonna befriend them and like have them rely on I don't know it just well, it's poor judgment again from Heather very yeah. poor judgment but clearly she's sort of lets people take advantage of her yeah I like if we think I mean, about Jen Shaw if it's serving her purpose and it's it's amusing her to have Tanisha releasing all this stuff, then okay, get yours, I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's not that horrible. When you look at all of it, the drive-by, the whatever, it still pales in comparison to a national telemarketing scheme to pay oh, yeah, 100%. vulnerable. So, I don't It's know. just what's interesting about it is the, I think the motives and trying to figure out what everyone's interest is like mm -hmm. who's benefiting from what that's what makes this like with Jen Shaw it's like yeah she's trying to get rich quick but yeah. with this situation it's like okay did Heather know about this for a long time did she somewhat set this all up to you know make a really good season of reality tv did she know about mm -hmm. Monica the whole time yeah that's interesting yeah that's what's really interesting because then there's this cease and desist letter uh -huh. from March 5th, 2021, that Jen Shaw sent to Monica Fowler, which was the name used, to specifically stop posting stuff about them on Reality Von Tees. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people on social media are saying, well, it's hard to believe that Heather didn't know about all this. I'm one of those people. I Me believe too. that too. Because Me you know too. Jen Shaw would probably She'd be tearing her hair out, screaming, telling everybody, Ah, these people are trying to come after me. And you think Heather wouldn't have heard that rant? Right. And is it is it because of the last name? Is that why she didn't put it together? Because Come on, this is like Superman with her without the glasses on at this point. <laughs> like, how many Monicas are there in Salt Lake City that roll with Jen Shaw? I Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just like I'm kind of feeling like, uh, Heather, I feel like she knew from the beginning of the season. And I think Heather's known. Yeah, she just told us that whole story because it's great storytelling and we appreciate it. it. Just like the black eye was. I can't trust her anymore. No, she likes to dangle. She's a dangler. She does. Yeah, she like dangles the carrot. And so I also got these DMs from a follower okay. who is a local Ooh, and has had convos with Heather and Lisa. Mm. Um, so basically... Hang on, where is it? Okay, so this follower said that they got, that Heather got mad at them on Instagram 
and they that they were DMing about this. Heather knows who they are and follows this person. Okay. okay. And back when Jen got arrested, I guess they messaged her, Heather, and was like, how come you don't seem to have a lot of sympathy for the victims? You know, and, and Heather responded, I'm not her mom or the government. Prison is punishment enough. Um, and the follower said, well, you don't feel bad for the old people she fucked over. And then Heather was like, well, I don't need to defend myself. Bye. And has never responded back, but still follows this person and shared a post that this person made of themselves standing in front of Beauty Lab. Hmm. Um, and that Lisa, though, you know, was very anti-gen and that this person also has spoken to Lisa um, and that Lisa was like, yeah, she stole from minorities and the elderly or something like that. Like, she'll at least admit it, but it seems like Heather wasn't. And then this is a little bit of tea, but, you know, this person's, again, this is unverified tea, everyone. It's not a fact, but that they heard that the feds were looking into Beauty Lab for stolen prescription pads to write to their clients, but that nothing ever came of it. Hmm. So do we think that maybe Jen knew that Heather was doing things that were maybe not so savory and that's why Heather rode so hard for her? I don't know. I mean, I'm really getting what, into a conspiracy here now. Probably. <laughs> but I mean, who knows what these women know about each other and why they have the alliances they have? Yeah, it's, because I'm it's wondering. It's a great question. Is it like a blackmail type situation or like a mutual, you know, there's no honor among thieves, but then there is when they know things about each other? Sure. And it could just be that kind of, you know, Tanisha and Monica frenemy relationship where it's like, you better do right by me. I've got lots of unsavory things you've said about people over the last X number of years that I could share. And that's enough to probably keep most people in line. Right. And so, you know, Jen, despite being in prison, is not, you know, quiet. I mean, Jen is like, she's, she's, she's in prison, still running stuff. Honestly, it, her social media, I don't know how many phone calls she's allowed a day. I don't know if she has a cell phone or what's going on in there. But how is she getting messaging out on her social media in a timely fashion? It and is then, oh, one of, uh, one of my followers is a great, great person, Crashidian. He works a lot with um, face reality, too. Very technically savvy person. Showed that, like, Jen Shaw's statement mm -hmm. hit the wires before the moment was fully acknowledged on the show. So like Jen was prepared as well was the takeaway from how, how like is does she have is she watching it from prison? I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. Are they sending is Bravo like sending her episodes? <laughs> like I don't are they sending her screeners? I don't know because she you know she keeps coming out and waving this this thing of like I told Andy I would do a one on one with him so he's mad at me and I'm like he doesn't think about Joe like yeah no I stop think he, it and he doesn't really need to so no. so she posted in case anyone missed it basically Jen Shaw posts or whoever posted for her if she that if she did punch Heather there would be footage to prove it it's no. clear that Joe can't live without me since Whatever. I brought up at the beginning middle and end of season four Andy is still butthurt that I turned down his one-to-one -one interview mm -mm. why would you sit down with someone who gave another cast member a black guy next that was what she said and then Andy responded and said he did 
He did and said they do not have footage of the incident. And if they did, they would have aired it and that he did not want to do a one-on-one with her before. Uh, or that, sorry, he said he did want to do a one-on-one with her, but now okay. he, he basically said, I don't care and I'm over it. Yeah. And says, and then later clarified her stipulations for doing the one-on-one were insane. I'm sure. He wanted things in exchange for it. She wanted them to do a documentary of her life on the days leading up to prison. Yeah, she wanted a bunch of money. She was still professing her innocence. And it was just like, he didn't want to give her the platform if she wasn't going to, if she was going to keep trying to play the innocent card. Yep. She'll never stop. She's really fat. Like psychologically, she's fascinating. So she is a true sociopath. Absolutely. Like when you rewatch that scene of her lying about Heather's black eye, it's, it's very. She looked like she almost wanted to laugh. At the same yeah, time, I think she doesn't give a shit. Like, I don't know. I don't think she does about much. No, she doesn't feel much empathy. I don't think. Mm. So, yeah, it's very strange how she is so active, though, still with this show. Oh, yeah. I don't know like, if she can email. Maybe she can email people. And so she goes back and forth with a cousin or whoever's yep. posting for her about exactly what she wants said and when she wants them to put it out. But is, can you imagine every now and then I stop and I think to myself, when they announced that they were going to do Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, snooze, what? <laughs> what are you doing? But it's been a, it's been a, a pleasant. Oh, my God. It's been a I trip. Yeah. I never could have imagined either, like, that we would be getting, you know, all of this stuff. And it's just, like, it's, this is giving me Scandaval vibes because the updates keep coming. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like every yeah. day there's something new or like every five minutes on my phone. So Lisa tweeted and she said that that, sorry if I'm jumping around a bit, but she said that that video from the footage of Jen Shaw yelling at her assistant. Yeah. Remember that? Security camera? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that too. What do you think? Um, Yeah. So I actually saw someone had posted the entire frame. So before we had just seen edited down, it looked like somebody was sitting at a bar next to That is, that's what I thought. Okay, but then when you see the whole frame, I'll find it and I'll send it to you after this. You see that the footage is actually farther away and it's a ste- it's a steady camera somewhere in the house. So it's oh my it's God. a security camera at the end of the bar. And so it's and there's the the allegation, I have not gone in to verify it, but the allegation is that Monica or someone in that little circle of trust accessed Jen's home camera system. That's fucked. And pulled that footage. This is where it gets we- really weird to me. And you this is a, one of those red flag moments. Why? Why? How and why? <laughs> so I, I, it's weird to me that Jen never addressed that. And she was trying to take Koa, I think, to court over the video or something. Yep. But it's like, who accessed that? And she I don't think she ever brought that up in her legal document. So Koa is the assistant, right? Yeah. And I think and so I'm just trying one, to just in case any listeners don't know. Well, he's assistant, but he also was a dressmaker. I think she was paying his rent and paying him to just make her dresses for the show. Right. Remember, she had a dress line that she was trying to launch. Yes. Which I wonder, was all of that just money laundering? Because probably one guy on staff, how are you going to make custom dresses for the whole world? So the other thing I wanted to tell you was that, so I reposted about how it was footage from a security camera. Yeah. 
And Lisa Barlow replied to my story and goes, I can't do the Lisa. Well, I'll try. Insane. With a little. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Insane. She's got the best voice. Yeah, she does. They all have such great voices. Very unique. Heather's is the only like kind of normal one. But um, insane with with a blue heart. Yeah. With Whitney with her felons. And Meredith yeah. with the way she pronounces words. It's Oh my God. They're all great. They all have such great, like they're like, it, it is, it really is like people say the community theater of housewives. Like they're just so funny. Mm. Um, so Monica also, I'm trying to kind of go through like everything that happened, at least the major stuff. I think we've gone through most of it, but one other thing was that, where is it? I got to find the screenshot. Sorry, everyone. There's just so much like, they're, believe they're- it or not. I am prepared. It's just, there's a lot of shit. Well, we need uh, like yarn and a big wall and photos. I need, I need to know the three last names. I, I'm really trying to not let myself get into this because I really am dying to. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a quagmire. Oh, and by the way, everyone, Tanisha does deny that she shared the account of Monica and her mom fighting the video. Yeah. So although people say it's her and Monica confirmed it was her, Tanisha says, let's be clear, I'm not interested in tearing down her relationship with her mom. I'd never leak that very intense and disgusting video. I will publicly say, I think the way Linda treated her daughter while I was around was disgusting and I would never waver on that opinion. That video wasn't just sent to me. So I guess she's saying, obviously, it was sent to others. Yeah. And, you know, I'm focused on building my house, not tearing hers down in that way. Hmm. Which is a little hard to believe. It's a little grandstandish to then also be like, but listen to this voicemail. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, so then... Monica's like posting a screenshot of all the voicemails that Tanisha has. Like it's, you know, uh, although it's not like Tanisha has posted all those voicemails, but maybe that's Monica's way of being like, oh, she's like, oh, she's got a lot. You're probably going to hear more. Yeah. Yeah. And if she posts these, look what a piece of shit she is. Mm -hmm. So maybe her Monica thinking, okay, that might deter Tanisha from posting the voicemails. Maybe. Maybe. By the way, the security camera footage that... Uh, we were discussing just now, everyone who's listening, it was basically when Jen Shaw was screaming at her, her assistant was assistant. Was it Koa? The dressmaker Koa. Yes, yeah. Koa. So the, the one who we think, um, you know, they may have been money laundering or who knows what they did. I We don't know. But I mean, and I, I hope somebody's looking into it. I hope that, I'm sure the feds are or maybe they're just like she's in prison, whatever. Um, but yeah, she was screaming at him. And I think what was so shocking about the video was that she pretended to be the world's coolest boss around that time, you know, roller skating through her office, yep, hanging out with Stu, whatever. Totally. And And they were like having such a great time. Oh, oh, we have so much fun over here. I'm like, what do you actually do? You're hula hooping in your office. All right. And we're like, what's um, your actual job again? I know. And I should have trusted my instincts on that one, but then in the video, she's screaming, like losing it. Let Jen Shaw just like shriek another octave at Koa, this young man who yep. she says she's got an apartment for and she's hired staff for it because she wants him to make her a dress and for the reunion. And she's unhappy with his progress and she's just going wild. And, and here's the thing. Coach was there. Mm-hmm. He was there. So he knows what his wife is really like. So that was interesting to me, too, that he was there. Anyway, just for context. 
Wow, that is interesting. Ugh, this is all so crazy. So there's also Jen Shaw's assistant. Um, I think I'm saying this right, Marilo. Yeah, he's the super loyal one. I think that he's the one who's posting all the stuff, I believe. Okay, so he posted a picture of him and Monica and was like, reality Von Tees, y'all, just got sent these gems and they're like Monica driving by Jen Shaw's house. And he says, I think this was all fake if I didn't know everyone personally. It's the stalking for me. It's the cultural appropriation with the hijab for me. Like for what? Was it worth it? Truly scary behavior. So again, talking about Monica And then he said, you know, he Googled, what do you do if someone keeps driving by your house and that it can, you can report it to the police. And he writes in the real world, it's a crime, but in Bravo land, they will bring them in and sit them right next to you. And then he also says in response to Meredith, because Meredith tweeted, I found out about the security footage at MMPC shortly before the trip. Perhaps now you understand why I was staying calm and quiet, trying to piece together the puzzle as accusations were flying. And then he responds and says, can you please clear up to your accus- your followers the fake accusation made against me this day of the footage you were speaking of? I can only be dragged for so long for something I didn't do, and you know I did not do it because you have apologized, please. And that was a whole stealing the clutch. So is he saying, so people thought he stealed the clutch? Yeah, and I guess he left with it, but he did not think he was stealing it because from what I remember, someone actually did leave with it and they believed that it was like a gift for Jen that she had paid for it. It was a misunderstanding, but Monica- Which I'm sure Jen- Oh yeah. Made happen. I'm sure. And Monica with the blonde hair did not have her hands on the clutch. She was just part of that crew in there. Right. And he also says that like when he thinks back, he remembers that he was hanging new curtains at their house, Jen Shaw's house, and he saw someone drive by that looked a lot like a brunette Monica, a version he'd never met, but that he didn't give it a lot of thought. And then he clarifies, I did not steal the clutch. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But again, like, do we trust anything that this man says? I don't know. It's hard because he's so loyal to Jen Shaw. So how do you trust that person? Yeah. And the thing, did she only drive by one time? Did she drive by 10 times? These things actually kind of do matter a little bit because they it do. does make me worry <laughs> if somebody's just driving by somebody's house a lot. I would not like that. I would be very freaked out by that um, for the person and for me. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, if there's more drive-bys recorded, Tanisha, if you're listening to this, go ahead and Go ahead and drop some more drive-bys if you've got that on tape. Well, there is the audio where Monica, so there was also the leaked audio of Monica where she says that she wants to, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but where she says she's going to DM Mary, she's going to drive by Jen's house. So I'm getting the impression that there was more than one drive-by. And also just the, the more than one, like you said earlier, visits to Beauty Lab yeah, racking up, racking up. Yeah, I, I racking want to know details on that too. I want to know like Me how too. much money did she owe Heather? I yeah, how Heather said it was a lot. Oh yeah, how many times did she go? Why would you not pay that? Why would you? Why would you be dumb enough put, to put the same birthday on three different Monicas? <laughs> this is just this is just sloppy too. It's not even yeah. like smart stuff. Like change your first name. Yeah, come on. Do you have to always say Monica? She has to. 
it's wild. Like, it's clear that she had a really, you know, fucked up relationship with her mom, still does. Mm-hmm. But it's also clear that, you know, she's maybe turned out like her mom a little bit. Yeah, in, in ways that she probably, some may, she may see, some she may not. Yep, it's kind of scary. And it's like, you know, I think she tried to paint herself as this like mom with, you know, her daughters or however many daughters she has. And, you know, she's in the bathrobe taking them to school, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little contrived, if I'm going to be honest. Um, like most people do at least put like leggings on and a hoodie. That's a bit much. It's taking it a little she, bit far. Like, I'm just like you. Don't exactly. all humans wear their bathrobe and slipper? No, we don't. Exactly. You no. Throw on a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she's like trying to fool people. Yeah. Like, and not that she's not a mom and doesn't do things. That's not what I'm saying. But I think I know she just she's trying too hard for for all things. Like it, it goes beyond feeling authentic into feeling like a play, a bad play. So what do you think? Can Monica come back? I think we've covered all the major things. Yeah. <laughs> I hope everyone was able to follow because we we're all over the place. So Listen, everyone, if you're lost on anything, just go to my stories and catch up and I'll I'll put a highlight up of all the Monica stuff. But um, what do you think? Can she return next season? There's a lot of debate about this. I kind of want to see the reunion first before I take a stance on it. And I think we're still learning a lot. So if if her biggest sin was that she started this burner account with two other people who just wanted to rag on Jen Shaw then I don't think it's a, you know, an issue of her coming back. I think that she can make that work because wanting to be on the show desperately and trying to expose this toxic woman that she was working with and for, okay, that's fine. We can live with that. But if it turns out that she was like driving by people's houses, you know, once a week and plotting and scheming and trying to just, there's a difference between having aspirations and being almost obsessive. Mm-hmm. And I think we that remains to be seen as to which one it was. Well, and there does have to be a certain level of trust between the cast members. In one sense, the show is kind of about not trusting people. But in another sense, it's sort of like you do need a little bit you need to at least feel like your cast members are not going to be taking you know maybe personal footage of you from outside of filming time mm-hmm. and leaking it and leaking stuff like that's the part yeah. that even on Beverly Hills that was always a topic like who's feeding stories to the press uh-huh and it was like if if you got accused of that like LVP did like a lot of them did it was like the biggest insult because you don't want to be the one in the group who's like, you know, the quote unquote mole. Yeah. So you don't want to act like a rat once you're in it. And that's the question is now that she's in it, now that she's got that brass ring, that thing she wanted the most was I want to be a star on Bravo. Okay. You got it. Can you leave your other ways behind and truly be a housewife now? Or are you still going to try to be plotting and scheming Mm -hmm. and burning everyone for any drop of attention. Well, she may have fucked herself over. Like she might 
this might she might end up being a one season housewife, but an epic one at that. Well, and remember, remember the thing Bravo cares about the most ratings. Yeah. So I think that they will keep her. Yeah. Tell the other women to suck it up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. But we'll we'll see. Who knows? But she was entertaining as hell. She was. That was what a season, like one Mm -hmm. of the best seasons in Housewives history, certainly Salt Lake City's best season. And they had someone get arrested by the feds and this was a better season. Isn't that amazing? It is. It really, I mean, they, I mean, they they fucked up that other season. They were good. Yeah. They were good in different ways, but, and I would say when it comes to that trust factor, I don't think anybody could ever trust Jen Shaw. I think Meredith started realizing that Mm -hmm. and that's why she started icing her out. Yep. She was like, you want to be friends with me really bad, but I can't trust you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is true. So do you have time to stay for a couple more smaller news stories? Let's do it. Okay. That only have like one bullet point instead of 75. Uh, This is actually a big one, but it got a little overshadowed by Salt Lake City, which is that Tom Girardi was declared competent to face trial. So he is going to have to go before a lawyer and answer for the 15 million stolen from clients. And can you tell us your thoughts on this? Oh, I have so many thoughts on it. Um, I I trust that the judge is fully aware of the gravity of the case. Mm-hmm. I trust that the judge weighed this decision very carefully because a lot of people are saying, oh, no, I, I believe that he's incompetent because my you know relative dealt with cognitive decline, whether it be Alzheimer's or something else. And he has that look, that far away stare. Um, and I've talked with people that worked with him and thought that he was declining. Let's remember the man's in his 80s. It was already, in my opinion, negligent that he was running a law firm of that size and caliber with really no one else at the helm with him. No one else was signing checks that I'm aware of. No one else was making the judgments of of the direction of the firm. He didn't have a successor, really. He had his son-in-law, David Lira. Don't get me started talking about this, but what I'll just say is like... (laughs) I do believe that he is still partially with it. He may have some decline from just age in general, but I thought from the beginning, like, wow, how convenient to all of a sudden be deemed completely incompetent when the house of cards falls. So it seemed, yeah, yeah, it was too convenient. I'm interested too. And, you know, I know that they have not, you know, there's, there's no charges against Erica. Um, But it is interesting that I'm just wondering, do you think, I'm trying to kind of wrap my head around this, but do you think that he, in having to go before a jury and all this, like, would that end up meaning maybe she would have to take the stand or have any part in it? Or is she completely out of this now? I don't know. I would assume that she would be questioned about things. I would assume that is his longtime executive assistants who helped him run things. So if you look at any of the documents that he ever signed, some are dictated and they say who they're dictated by. And some are, you know, they're really handled by like two or three different admins. And they're admins that he had on his team for like 20, 30 years. Yep. Very loyal to him. Yep. And I cannot wait to hear from those (laughs) admins. Like they're working at other firms now. Other lawyers have gone other places. 
I mean, I'm just so excited at the prospect of these people having to get up and say what they what they know under oath, what they witnessed at that firm. And oh, I can't wait to hear it. Even him on stand. I, I keep telling myself, like, don't do it. Don't fly out there for it. Just watch it on TV because, you know, the coverage is better on TV. But there's something electrifying about just saying to yourself, I want to see this man in action who was yeah. so cocky and manipulated judges and had his way with courtrooms. I want to see him be on stand and have to answer questions. So it's going to be amazing. You know, when people say he has the look, I I think he is the type who could put that on for sure because this man is smart a smart and advanced con artist he is a professional manipulator yeah i think as any regular totally and i think like regular people like us sometimes and viewers we it's hard for us to believe that somebody could be so good we're so nice yeah exactly we're We're like no you can't be that good at it yeah there are people who have conned their way into being doctors who aren't doctors. Like there are people who have done insanely, you know, manipulative things. So it can be done. He can yeah, and that. There was something I put on my stories forever ago when they were first saying that he was uh, incompetent and needed to be in a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. And he had this faraway look on his face and everybody was saying like, oh, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good anymore. I'm like, he's not supposed to. Yeah, Do you he knows. That- you think that he can't get his pa- his hands on some pants that fit? He sure can. They're putting <laughs> him in sloppy, disheveled clothing. Yep. Everything is optics right now, guys. Yep. And so then I put up a video of, there was a serial killer that they found in California. I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but I'm sure other people are yelling it. And he was very old when they finally figured out who it was. Oh, okay. So in the courtroom, he's like slumped over in a wheelchair with his mouth agape, pretending to not know what's going on. But then there's security footage from his jail cell of him like doing pull-ups. There you go. So keep it in mind. Yep, definitely. So speaking of possible sociopaths, Tom Sandoval uh, took, no, I'm just joking. I don't think he's, well, he's he's something. He's something. something. We have to talk about him and the tiger. La Tigre. Yes, I, I must get your thoughts. So first, I'm just going to tell everyone in case you didn't see he was was it in Thailand? I don't know. It's very sad. I like that Lala came out and, and well, kind of rebuked it. But yeah, that's the, pretty much the story. But I, you know, I reposted about how he took this stupid picture yeah. with the tiger. And I had a lot of DMs of people who were not happy about this and basically saying um, somebody one of my followers said, the place that he went has had negative reviews for almost a decade. Sorry, it is in Thailand. I was in Thailand in 2015 and looked it up and decided not to go because people left horrible reviews about animal cruelty. I took that as my cue to thoroughly review any other animal sanctuary I went to while abroad. So I guess he just ignored all of those reviews and still chose to go. And then he probably didn't even look at them because he just does what he wants to do. And he he he's just flittering through the world, exactly. stress-free. Part of me envies it. Yeah. So Lala said, I am appalled by the photo my cast member took with a tiger in captivity. This topic has been close to my heart for many years. What is disguised as fun and cool is, in mm-hmm. fact, animal abuse. It's heartbreaking. I've made noise about educating yourselves. And here I am to tell you again, do not support places like this. 
Yeah. I mean, did you see, did you watch Tiger King when that was on in the pandemic? I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That tells you a lot that, yeah. that maybe people don't know. They yeah. are horrible, horrible to these majestic creatures. Yeah. I don't know if they paid him to post that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was compensated in some way to try to promote this place, but it's really awful. It's not cute. It's like anytime you have these animals that belong in the wild and someone has taken them out of that environment and is using them for human amusement purposes, it's yeah. not a good idea. It's like all these sea aquariums that are shutting down. We got to stop. We got to stop populating these places. Totally. I hate those places. And, you know, I... You know, like the the whole Sea World thing and people yep. going to swim with dolphins. Like there was a time where people really didn't know better. They did, but I now we do. People that, but now we do exactly. Yeah. So I can understand. You know, if this was like the eighties or something, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's twenty twenty three, and I just feel like, you know, with all the documentaries, you watch Blackfish. That'll change right. you. I got chills wow. right now thinking about it. I love. They're Blackfish. so smart. It was so good. They're so smart, and they're yep. Oh, it's just awful. And they live for so long and they don't belong there. And I mean, you know, we're uh, we're of the generation that we look up reviews for everything. So yeah, I do. I everything. So it's like Mm -hmm. the fact that he's like, I didn't look up any reviews or we assume it's like maybe he maybe he did actually. I don't know. But Schwartz was there, too. Was he not? I don't know if he's there. I assume Schwartz is on him like a barnacle. Yeah, and Schwartz is just like a, a dodo bird who's like, okay, I'll go too. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, is it is it just is it just weaponized incompetence at this point? They're grown men. Yes. You know? And they and they just they yeah, I think they like having that kind of, I think they are dumb, but they're not dumb in an innocent way. Yeah. They're dumb in a dangerous way. Because yeah. they're dumb and they have big egos and mm-hmm. they think a lot of themselves. Like they're not like the type of like okay we're we're not that smart but we kind of know they're more like people think we're dumb but we're really not we're like the best and everyone Mm -hmm. should love us and we can get they probably love the attention all press is good press to them people are talking about us people saw me in my sleeveless shirt yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and what do you think about um aaron from real housewives of new york who has not much what about yeah it? no me neither but uh, <laughs> i'm not a fan but she owes 43,950 in unpaid rent for her new york loft this also kind of flew under the radar due to salt lake city but she posted basically she wants to take a moment to address it new york has serious issues with landlords neglecting their buildings it's an issue that does not discriminate um, there were failed updates, basic maintenance that impacted their family during their lease. They spent months in an unfit apartment with broken promises. They poured a lot of hard work and money. She has a very long-winded it's so long winded. It's like tiny, tiny white font on the background. Yeah. Basically, there was they had a lot of issues in their apartment. There was zero response from the landlord. It could have been settled amicably, but there was no response. She works in real estate. She's been a landlord. She's appalled by the behavior and she has the resources to fight back, blah, blah, blah. So I I did read a lot of people commenting who have lived in New York City or live there and said, yeah, there has been like grotesque negligence by landlords for years and not fixing things and people have had to live in bad conditions, et cetera. And a lot of people were on the, like, I believe Aaron. What do you think? 
I am uh, emotionally indifferent to it. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I kind of felt the same way. <laughs> I'm sure that they will be fine is my takeaway. Um, right. You know, to spend, what, $14,000 a month on rent in New York City. Yeah, it's hard to have a lot of sympathy for her. If you're with your landlord, they'll be okay. These are yeah. rich people problems. And something tells me they're going to be all right. Yeah, and there are these are these could be poor people problems. Like this could happen to. Someone. Well, it's a rich person's problem in that you are able to not pay rent for right. three months, and you're not in jail, and you're not worried about <laughs> yeah. it, like being on the street, and you're correct. not right, and you could go to your Hamptons house. You're, you're correct. Yes. Which, by the way, was like a stunning, gorgeous house. Like you're you're going to be all right. So. Like, you know, fine. Good for her if she is standing up against negligence. But at the same time, like it's Aaron. So I don't care. Um, <laughs> so last but not least, because I want I don't want to keep you forever. But thank you so much. You've been great. Um, what do you think about this? Is, we'll kind of end on like a lighter note, okay. which is what yeah. about Mia getting possibly engaged? What do we think? Look, Mia's that? a mess. She's a mess, but she's an unabashed mess. <laughs> So do you, Mia? She was with an older man for a long time. If yeah, she's this guy's getting, young. I know what I'm saying. If yeah. she's getting what she needs and she's having fun, I support it. She, here's what shocks me, though. Like, why does she want to get married soon all of a sudden? Well, that's my that question. She wants to keep her alimony. Take a lover. Enjoy the lover. Don't get married. Okay, so a source close to Mia says they're not engaged. But I don't, it's really hard to believe, though, because the caption, so she posts a pic with this new guy. She's for attention, wearing, I think. She's wearing a big ring, and the caption says, 444, hashtag 2024, with an emoji, let's go. I mean, you're right, it could just be for attention. Probably. But, like, that sounds like an engagement. <laughs> it does. I don't know why these women are so obsessed with marriage. They really are. It's like Alexis and and Johnny J. Oh, promised God. ring. I'm like, what are you promising? Leave yeah. it out. Just have some fun. You just met this man. Yes, just date. Just have, have fun. Uh, sometimes I think it's like maybe as like regular folk, we don't understand that, you know, maybe like when you have a lot of money, you're more. But then I think you'd be even more protective because maybe I would be so protective. Easy. Yes. It's like, why do you want to get the law involved? Why maybe the paperwork? Maybe Mia doesn't have as much because she doesn't seem like she's going to get much from Gordon. Maybe. Um, because of everything he's going through. So maybe she's like, okay. I mean, he's this guy is an Atlanta radio personality. He seems like fairly known. Okay. Um, so yeah, what's yet to be the fact that he's from Atlanta, oh, nice. I thought was interesting. Yeah. Mia's going to take care of herself at the end of the day. Oh uh, yeah, I have fun doing it. Hundred thousand percent. Oh my so god, good for Mia. Well, thank you so much. And before you go, I want you to like just plug, plug, plug. Where can people find you? Where do they find the podcast? All that good stuff. Well, I worked hard, real hard, <laughs> to get the podcast out on all podcast platforms. Yay! And so it's everywhere. It's called High and Low. And I didn't name it a Bravo name because I've already got Bravo in my name three times. So I was like, it's fine. They don't need more attention. <laughs> I did that kind of haphazardly. But my podcast is called High and Low. It's everywhere. And then I have a YouTube channel, Bravo, Bravo, Ducking, Bravo, YouTube, where I'm putting up documents. So if I talk about receipts or something in the podcast, that's, you're going to see it there. Oh, that's great. Um, deep dives. I'm going to move to the YouTube channel as well. And then my Instagram and my TikTok. So got all those going. 
So everyone, you need to, if you're not following Bravo Bravo Ducking Bravo already on Instagram, you are really missing out. She's one of the best accounts. And just nice of you. You you get all the deep dives, all the gossip, all the like the little intricacies that you know that you just need to have. So if you don't follow her, you need to go right now and do that. Um, and listen to her podcast for sure. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope Thank you'll you come back joy. again. I will. And let me just say, I've adored your account for years. Yeah, thank you. Every single time there's that a show airs, I'm like, I run over to your account. I'm like, let me see what, what people are saying. Because you I take the that. time to pull over the funniest oh. things that people say about, and yours too. Some of yours are in there. And they're so funny, your takes on things. And I, I thought it was great. So and I did, I did mention you in my, in my last podcast that I did before I even knew we were going to do this. Oh my God. Uh, I mentioned you in the podcast about Roni recap saying that I thought Bryn was great, but it really did rub me the wrong way that she came for a Bravo account. Oh, and so that's in there. And I named, okay, yes, you told me about it. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to listen. I'm so excited. Everyone. I'm good. That's what, you know, I will be doing. <laughs> I have a 45 minute drive to work. So oh, gosh, I know. So I know. in one way, I used to hate it. But then after I had a kid, oh, I nice peaceful time. It is. It's like yeah. I listen to my podcasts. I drive back and forth. And it's like I actually it gives me like a good amount of time to decompress. And it's a nice drive. It's not like a stop and go traffic oh, good. drive. Good. Yeah. So it's actually nice. So yeah, I honestly, I'm so excited. I'm going to try to even get away with listening to it today if I can, uh, you know, hide from the little one for, do you ever hide in the closet? That's Oh, I, my pantry. That's where I go all the time. If I have to type something in my phone do you hide? or if something's popping off on Bravo, I just dip into the pantry real quick. <laughs> I know you probably, and I deal with like the guilt, like I'm looking through like always and she's like, what are you doing? But you know what? A happy mom is good for the whole house. Thank so let you. me giggle at a meme and then I'll come back and help with the Legos. That is my philosophy too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again. And thank you to everyone for listening. You are now in the know for everything Bravo. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. Your support really means everything to me. And this show wouldn't be possible without you, the listeners. So please, if you enjoy the podcast, leave a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more, you can join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Bravo and Botox. And for $5 a month, you'll get four extra podcast episodes a month. You'll also get early releases of Bravo paper episodes and more. Please also subscribe to my YouTube channel at The Bravo Papers and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Bravo and Botox and at the Bravo Papers. If you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can at buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and Botox. You know, send your love through some much needed caffeine. And any guest that was on today's episode will be in the show notes, all their social media and contact information. So thank you so much, everyone. Keep overanalyzing Bravo.